Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 292. It's Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. everyone welcome back to the boob show i'm scott with brian dunaway uh brian dunaway hello brian dunaway oh hi scott how are you good i said your last name like four times and mine not (laughs) even once (laughs) take that take that take that johnson uh we're back and uh we're gonna do oh swiss chalet sauce in the chat just said the nicest thing i love this show slash podcast please don't stop it i wasn't playing chalet sauce we were, wouldn't even think about it. Were you planning and on you stopping play, it? I wasn't planning on it, unless Brian was. So I'm not planning on stopping, but I tell you what should do. Write that nice little review on iTunes, podcast, whatever the crap they call it now, yeah. and Spotify and everything else. That helps us get up in the ratings. It does. Especially, even if you go, I uh, learned this recently and lately, um, helping Justin Robert Young with one of his projects, just kind of getting the word out today. Uh, one of the things that really matters is even if you don't, use uh apple podcast or even if you hate it even if you're on android even if you're on apple whatever get the apple podcast app it's on both uh mm-hmm. sub to the show on there and mm-hmm. then you don't even have to download an episode just let it sit yeah the, the just, algorithm just kicks in there. and we get we get huge boost from that so we'd really like it if you did that okay we get a huge hooch we get a big hooch and nobody wants a big hooch but you oh hey look at this we got some news already to get to. Uh, before we jump into that, though, real quick, I hope everyone enjoyed the live E3 coverage. Um, I wish there was a way Brian and I could have coordinated time to be there together, but it was always during work hours, and you work in the daytime, and I had other stuff, and it just never worked. So um, me and me and you were never able to hook it up. But uh, me and the core guys, John and Bo, we were able to do some combination of two to three of us throughout the week for most of it. Uh, the only one we really missed that was major was Nintendo's today because TMS was going on during the, uh, that, so had other show commitments. Anyway, all of those commentary, live commentary tracks are on uh, the core feed as well as the uh, so the core podcast feed as well as the Frog Pants mega feed, which just has everything in it. And um, there are no videos this year because things got weird with DMCA takedown notices and strange yes. business. Even Nintendo today said the strangest thing ever, which was, we don't mind if you creators do reaction videos, but we don't want any video or audio included. What are you even hmm. doing, Grandpa Company, who doesn't know anything about nothing? Why do you want right. free publicity? What's wrong with you people? Anyway, as a result, um, I wanted to kind of stay away from any of that uh, legal wrangling, so no YouTube archives and the VODs are deleted. Actually, Twitch recommended that. They said, when you're really? done with your stuff, we want you to do it. But when you're done, eh, maybe delete it so we don't have to be part of the, uh, you know, throwing a DMCA at you or whatever, which I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's all weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it. 
free. This is like the best way to get your information out to people right now in this day and age. This is what kids care about. This is what people check out. Influencers, stripper, uh, strippers, <laughs> streamers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Join our OnlyFans page. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, video my OnlyFans page is hopping, man. You, oh, you should go right. check it out, Brian. Fans subscribe. only. Yeah, right. Su- subscribe today. Um, anyway, uh, so that's the, the thing there. Go read, uh, but all the podcasts are fine. Go check those out. If if they were ever to be targeted, they'd have to really dig down in the in the sand to find it. So uh, good luck to them. All right. Uh, I hate the word influencer. I apologize for saying it. I'll never use it again. I do hate that word, but <laughs> it's it. kind of uh, people use sometimes, it sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of accurate though, right? I mean, uh, I mean it is, but. It's one of those. Ca- it's a. It's an industry phrase that I could do without. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, I could do without it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just. How about tr- I? I prefer trusted friend. Over yeah, we influencer. are. Hey, Brian and I are your trusted friends in video games. Uh, but the best part of E three for me was the massive amounts of indies that are coming, and they all look great, and are probably the unsung un, unsung heroes of uh, this year's events because everything. Indie looked awesome to me, and everything AAA looked okay, looked fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, the Halo's looking good. Uh, I think the actually the biggest AAA surprise for me was Forza Horizon Dawn or Horizon Dawn, Forza Horizon Five. <laughs> I, w- I would love to play Forza Horizon Dawn. <laughs> I would too. Dang it! Get a- Aloy behind the wheel, you'd be all set. Um, but no, that game's coming out like this fall, and it looked insane. That game yeah. looks insanely realistic. I don't know what they did, but I love the Horizon series. So I'm stoked about that. But beyond that, I'm kind of across the board. No Sony this year, so we don't know what they're cooking. Um, the thing I was most into were these were these were these indies, man. Right. That, that was it. Right. Yeah. Tons of now them. Uh, we we'll know what Sony's cooking shortly because they're supposed to do their own little like direct here in the next couple of weeks, right? And they're they're. Plan, I don't know when the time is. Is it, is it that soon? Because I didn't know they were. I, I, my understanding was they just haven't said anything, but maybe there's something coming. Yeah, up. yeah. They, well, I don't think there's any official statements, but they implied soon, mm. much soonness. Well, I hope they hurry up. There was a side scrolling. Maybe we'll get to it when we talk about the rest of these guerrilla initiative things. But there was a side scrolling. Yeah. Uh, dystopic looking, cyberpunky looking thing. Uh, pixel pixels mixed with two D, three D, fluid animation. I mean, it was it blew my mind, I, and I immediately went, "Well, that I'm playing. Whatever this is, I'm playing this." And I don't even remember which freaking conference it was in, but it was so <laughs> rad. It's been. I don't think there's ever been this many games. That, that has been coming at me so quickly. I mean, indie games has really turned it upside down because there's they're getting such traction now. Yeah, I am just inundated with a number of games that are coming, and maybe and not, it's because I'm watching so close now. I right, don't know. and not even like you know, oh, a couple of mentions here and there, or their own show, or the PC gaming show. We're talking like prime time in the in the middle of a, the Microsoft Bethesda event, like massive exposure to these indies right where it used to be like ooh, get a little glimpse of, of cuphead or ooh, i may have saw a little limbo in there and like it was old that old way mm-hmm, is gone mm-hmm. and these are here to stay baby so the boop show here and ready like a gallagher concert we got a tarp out we're ready to take any watermelon <laughs> that comes our way we're good it's gonna be great you can go you can google that 
Yes. Uh, also, this guy's talking about the Wraith in the chat reminds me, and I would like to remind everyone if you haven't seen the Outer Worlds trailer or Outer Worlds Two trailer that hit with a Microsoft event, it's maybe the greatest trailer of all E3, and you'll know right. why when you watch it. Uh, it is something else, and I won't give you any hints. I'm not even going to tell you why. Just have to go find out for yourself why those guys have their finger now, on the wiener of the industry. It was real good. <laughs> Free Rangers mentions uh, weirdly stoked for the flight simulator on the Xbox, which is great because I don't know if you've seen the new crazy flight simulator control stick. Oh, yeah. They got coming that, out. that was That nuts. thing is amazing. It was also $400, that thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, you would expect that. I mean, it's got it's what's it got like three? It's got like three or four throttle knobs on the side. I don't know how you fly things, but yeah, it's got like a bunch of shifters and everything. It looks insane. Yeah, it looks it looks crazy good. And uh, you know, even if you're not into that stuff, what I hope. Okay, I haven't played the flight simulator game that's currently on Game Pass on PC. Um, right. The one coming to Game Pass, or uh, sorry, one coming to the Xbox soon. But I assume there's a simplified uh, mode in there where I don't need to be Mister. Check all your engines and uh, the lights right, and check your altimeters and your and your business natch. I don't want any of that. I just want right. to get a controller, fly that effing thing around, kind of arcade style, and and see things. I want to go see stuff like, oh, look, the Great Pyramids, and now I'm flying over my grandma's house or whatever. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> your grandma's house? yeah you've got the most lackluster dreams of flight i have ever heard from an individual well i guess i haven't asked but does that game feature any just normal land like you know suburbs of california or you know right i would assume so i mean isn't that how those games are supposed to be you know like super detailed and accurate yeah, that's the, the whole you know, point. The, the and streets. I'm just saying it's a it's yeah. a missed opportunity if there's not like a dumb guy control scheme in there. It needs to just right. let me, you know, dual stick it and go and not oh, it maps the whole globe. That's awesome. So right. I can't wait. I'm I'm actually very excited about that because I didn't pull the trigger on PC because t- traditionally a flight sim is no not interesting to me. But we now right. live in the time of like photo perfect realism. At sixty frames plus, I mean, why wouldn't we want to see this? Yeah. So what a what a, di- what a different way to you know just to, to consume games for a minute. I mean, just fly in a sim. Three hundred and fifty dollars velocity velocity one flight system Logitech. Yeah. That's yeah. what's coming about. Oh, I didn't know it was Logitech PC doing that. Xbox. That's cool. I thought that was somebody yeah. else. That's cool. It, uh, yeah, it has a hundred and eighty degree yoke handle with a uh, rear udder. No, that's a rudder. Rear rudder controls for easy access. And yeah. that's right. Oh, modular throttle quadrant with an integrated trim wheel. <laughs> I don't need this. No, but I want it. But you want it. You just don't need it. That's um, right. It's got they, some hat switches. Balil in the chat says it's on Game Pass PC, Scott. No, I know. I said earlier I skipped it because I, I don't know why I did. Mainly because they've now cut the size of that thing in half. So now would be a better time to get it. Uh, but also, I don't know. Again, flight sims. They don't grab me, but seeing that demo at the thing that looked real cool. Am I going to run out and buy a stick like the one Brian's describing? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you going to do? You going to use your little controller there, Scott? Yeah. To fly over grandma's house and crash into her house like <laughs> yes. a Donnie Darko style, drop an engine on her head. Yes. I mean, they're yeah. adding, dude, they're adding a, a top gun mode to it. Whatever <laughs> that even means. I mean, they got to let me shoot shit, right? They're going to let me shoot something. Right, right. There's a MIG on my left. Pew, pew, pew. All right. 
Oh yes, man, Horizon. did you also see the Recon controller they got going on too for the Xbox series? No. What? Wait, the Recon controller. Ooh, it looks cool. It's a wired model controller. You have to take a look at all that. Well, I like wired. I'm a big wired fan. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link in the Discord. It okay. looks pretty sweet. All right. Well, we'll take a look at that. Uh, all right. Let's get into these stories here. Tunic is still happening. And I know this because they showed off a bunch of Tunic on uh, the, uh, in, a, in one of the E3 conferences. I think it was in the... Uh, it was, was the indie the part because they, they had a, oh, you know had a complete indie section, right? It was that, but it wasn't it wasn't that. They showed it off in the Summer Games Fest thing, the Jeff Keeley thing that kicked everything off last week. Oh, that's, um, that's what it was. Anyway, so this tunic thing is like a little fox. It's sort of Zelda-like inspired invent- adventure game starring a fox. It resurfaced in this trailer. They showed more gameplay. Things have changed a little bit. I thought they'd given up on this. They mentioned they they announced tunic like five years ago, maybe yeah, more. Yeah. And I even played a small demo of it at um, uh, when I went to Ohio, uh, the Columbus, forgot the name of the event, but the one I got invited to. And I, had, I did a panel with one half of the married couple who were making that game. And oh, she was there and we were talking about parenting. That. Yeah, that whole thing about uh, parenting and working at home and all that. And they had me do that with her. Anyway... Is the tunic demo on there now on the Xbox? Oh, uh, yeah, there is part of the next article, uh, which we'll talk about here in a minute. It's, okay, it is. Yeah. I've actually downloaded the demo mm. before the show. Brian, you're living you're living your best life now that all demos are all back, baby. They're back. Yeah, it's, it, demos are huge right now. I yeah. thought demos were gone. I, I did mean, too. all I saw was <laughs> prologues. Yep. I'm like, that's just a taste. Yeah. But now I'm seeing demos, yeah. 40 free Xbox indie game demos yeah. on the Xbox. Have you seen Steam lately? It's just rife with demos everywhere now. Yeah. They're all over everywhere. the freaking place, which it's is great. Time. And it's a ton of gameplay, and it's a great time to be a demo player. So anyway, demo I'll be checking man. that out. Uh, the name, the gameplay demo uh, will probably show off more. But in the video, you know, they showed some some combat and some stuff. I don't love how the RT and LT uh, icons were above all the creatures' heads all the time. I don't know why that. Oh, yeah, just a little too much interface in the way it of, breaks that. Yeah, it breaks that that submerged thing, that immersion, yeah. right? Yeah, but we'll we'll or submersion. That's fine. Submerse. We'll submersion. Yeah. yeah, get in there. Diversion. Uh, speaking of which, Brian brought it up. Forty free Xbox game demos now playable. Forty. That's a freaking lot. Oh, by the way, I was going to show the chat just a little tunic here. Um, this may have actually been older video, but oh, look at my tunic. Yeah, look at my tunic. It's uh, you're uncut. You got your uncut. You're uncut tunic. <laughs> you're uncut tunic. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at him running through those little trees. Little fox man, just look going. Oh, look at me. I'm running. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill. Look at the voxels on that guy. Yeah, the voxels are good. I'm a big voxels fan. You bring the voxels. I'm there for you. Look at that. He's a little Zelda. Zelda business. What oh, great shit. lighting, too. Yeah. Just really into just it. brings it to life. Super into that. Anyway, we'll see uh, how that goes. Let's get back to these demos. Uh, this year's indie festi- festivities come on the heels of the incredible showing by Microsoft during the Xbox Bethesda Game Showcase, says Screen Rant. That's their opinion, not mine, although I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, the E3 2021 press conference unveiled several projects from Xbox first-party studios and third-party partners. Uh, obviously, big things like Starfield were shown off and all of that. Yeah, uh, but a slew of uh, Xbox indie titles are taking center stage. 
uh, thanks to the Summer Game Fest and other stuff. And according to, let's see, according to this post. Yeah. So is this today? Those demos are playable right this freaking second, like now? Starting June the 15th through June the 21st are demos available for indie games on the Xbox. Uh, the original uh, announcement was made on ID at Xbox and their and you know their little news thing, but it was like it was just a whole list. And I didn't want to post that in the thing because there's a lot of games. There's 40 freaking games. It's a lot, and dude. Tunic yeah. was one of those games. Oh, that's good to hear. So listen to some of these others. You got uh the turn-based battle game Battle Cakes. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to call my wife's their little pet name. Paddle, battle cake, <laughs> old battle cakes. Good old battle cakes. Yep. First person puzzle adventure Faraday protocol, story driven action adventure like the tale of Biston. Bustin? Bistin? Right. Bistoon. Yeah, maybe Bistoon. Lawn mowing simulator. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. I've actually played a couple of minutes of that before, I believe. Oh, I'm going to play that so hard. What mm-hmm. a dumb idea. Um, turn-based RPG Echo Generation. I'm very interested in that. And melee combat game Paint the Town Red, uh, which looked a lot like, um, oh, I'm thinking of something else. Something in there looked like Splatoon, and I can't remember what it was. Something it was Probably something like Splatoon. Anyway, a whole bunch of those games. I got to go see if maybe that side scrolling, uh, um, uh, the one I was telling it you about. It probably is because a lot of the things we're going to talk about in the Gorilla Collective Part Two, yeah. which we talked about Part One last week, uh, is uh, is uh, on these these demos here. Well, good. Uh, in the future, you may start seeing some Disney demos because Disney is now open to indie game developers using its properties. They're loosening their licensing standards. Loosening licensing. Lucy licensing and her adventures. Uh, During Xbox's E3 showcase, uh, we learned that Disney has given its blessing for its Pirates of the Caribbean IP to be used in Sea of Thieves. We saw that little trailer. That kind of annoyed me, but it's a good sign that they're kind of not being so controlling. Like, let this stuff out a little bit. Let, Let games be made that are smaller. Let us guest star in things. You'll probably start seeing Disney characters in Fortnite, if I had to guess. Things like that. Um, yeah. But anyway. Absolutely going to see stuff in Fortnite. I, I mean, this is already kind of happening somewhat in the mobile game space. If you want to see a bunch of indie app developers yeah. uh, and match three Disney games, you can. there's there's plenty. Yeah. There's plenty of Disney match three Disney, uh, games that are on the you know mobile stores already. So yeah. I'm down with this. What What's your craziest idea uh for like a crossover like a, maybe a oh a crossover uh, a left for a left for dead 2 kind of game with um you know with Mickey Mouse and Goofy <laughs> like trying to fight some zombies or something is I mean, that yeah or what uh, dead by daylight or whatever it is the one where they just put oh, some four uh, squad yeah they, they have all like, kinds of crossovers they should just do something there That'd little cool. bo little bo peep and uh woody and buzz yeah uh, yeah you they're probably not going to get too crazy just cuz no. They're gonna have some standards about that. It's like the Batman thing that went on yesterday. I don't know if anyone caught that weirdness, but I uh, did. That's I found, I found that quite interesting. Did you hear that clip yeah. I played on TMS today by chance? Uh, the DC Animation Studios put this out yesterday, and it pretty much sealed the deal for me as being one of the great memes of all time. Right. Um, this is what they said. Listen to this. This is from Under the Red Hood, which is a you know a Batman anime thing, two hour movie. And uh, they and DC DC Animated Studios, without any comment, put this up on their Twitter feed and just played this. All right, so enjoy. But if I do that, if I allow myself to go down into that place, I'll never come back. This is freaking what's his name? It's uh, 
the the ba- the Batman guy um, who does the voice all the time. I can't, I can't think of his name. Conroy, Kevin Conroy. Right uh, now, is 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 that in response? No, to it's the, in the original movie. It's in the movie, and so they but, just but found the that, line. Is that cherry picked quote a response to Batman? Oh yeah, in the controversy of going down, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Just check it. Just check it. They're participating in the fun, is what's happening, and they really, I really are. respect that. I like that a lot. So that is a lot of fun. Well I'm, done. That is, that is killing me. Well done, DC uh, Warner Brothers. But okay. I'm, I'm really excited about Disney uh, openings up to indie developers. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, I think this is a perfect time for this to happen too. There's, in addition to all other things that were happening this weekend, you might have caught the second half of the Gorilla Collective, uh, where they did the the wholesome gaming, uh, cozy gaming, yeah. kind of event. Yeah. And so cozy gaming has become a really a, a strong force here in, yeah. in the states, especially. So I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disney is 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 proper for. They like should do it. They should get wholesome. into that wholesome gaming stuff. Um, yeah. How about Mickey, uh, Goofy, and a few and Daffy or not Daffy, um, Donald, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Duck. <laughs> how about they have them go over to Smash Brothers? That's that's a perfect place. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd fight love next it. to Mario yeah. and stuff. Like, get in there. What are you doing? Get in there. Absolutely. Oh, was that Bruce Greenwood, not Conroy? Damn it. He's the second best Batman. You guys oh, are right. Yeah. The, the chat's right. I forgot. He Bruce right. Greenwood sometimes dons the voice, and he's the second best Batman working. He's very good. He's also uh, he's he's uh, Commander Pike in the rebooted Star Trek universe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He's a great actor. He's very good. He's also in Gerald's Game and dies in Gerald's Game because he's Gerald. Okay, moving right. on. Right. Uh, the Gorilla but Collective does he go down with Batman? No, in not, that, not in that no. way. No, sir. But he might go down into the Joker's lair, which is sometimes a euphemism for something else. <laughs> All right. Uh, collective or the Gorilla Collective. We're going to do a little part two here of some of the other games that were announced this weekend. For example, Aragami 2. This is that third person stealth game. I played the first one. You're like a ninja assassin guy. And right. uh, it's very good. Uh, lots of shadow yeah. powers and. And this new one looks Something even like even sneakier, and uh, it it looks visually it just is a, is a step up if you ask me. And uh, it's got some neat looking ninja poof powers. Yep, <laughs> lots of poof. You, a lot yeah. of poof, like you're here, then you poof yeah. over there. If that first game had any problems, it was that it was uh, it felt felt like an indie in a way that isn't necessarily great. Like it. Right, it didn't have a polish to it. This yeah. one looks very polished. This looks, yeah, it looks like they've done a lot of work here, so it looks very nice. Um, armed with the oh, we already so oh, a fire girl. She's armed mm-hmm. with a trusty axe and a high pressure fire hose that also acts like a jetpack. She responds to emergency calls around the city. That sounds rad. Yeah, I'm in. I like the I like the art style on this too. It's kind of a uh, is this the one that was the pixel pixel graphics or is this? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Be surprised. Indie games, hey. they run the gamut, Brian. They're all they run the things. gamut. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Schrute in the chat. That's sodomy. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> Batora Lost Havens, another one. Little hack and slashy twin stick shooter business. You got Grime, 
which uh, is described as destiny, absorb, and grow, or destroy, absorb, and destroy. grow. Destiny. I don't know yes. why I said destiny. Destroy, why did I say that? Destroy, absorb, grow. Grime is a fast-paced and unforgiving action-adventure RPG. The The graphics of this look really weird because it does feel really grimy, and there's parts of it that just feel really gross. You can't even tell what mm-hmm. the, the characters are absorbing in, in the trailer is... Uh, it does look grimy. Now here's a weird one. BPM slash bullets per minute is mm-hmm. already out. Yeah, it came out in 2020, but I think there it was kind of like, you know, you know how 2020 was. Remember yeah. 2020? Yeah, that was a weird year. Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, we're going to have our grand opening in 2021 because yeah. uh, 2020 sucked. <laughs> that seems like so the right thing to do. The game's yeah. cool because it's like rhythm, action, or FPS, roguelike thing. And it's and you may ask yourself, how do you have a rhythm action FPS roguelike game? Uh, you you jump, you you move, you reload your gun, you shoot your game, you shoot your gun all in time to a beat yeah. that is uh, this set out. You don't have to like it's not like a Guitar Hero where you have to hit beats or anything. You're literally put into a what we talk about here a lot, which is a flow. You have to you're literally your your movement is based on the flow of the music. Yeah, like Kiss My Grits flow, like that. Kiss My Grits flow. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, by the way, I always wonder, every time somebody says, ah, oh, 2020 sucked, there's some executive at like a mask-making company that's like, whatever, man, best year of my <laughs> whatever, life. dude. We, we killed it. We killed it. We did so good. <laughs> um, Archvale, take up uh, your weapon in this RPG bullet hell world and embark on a journey yeah. uh, to right wrongs from long ago. Almost looks like uh, it. Almost looks like when you first look at it, you're like, oh, here's, here's a little Zelda RPG game. Like, oh no, wait, that's a bullet hell game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks. It, I like the way it looks. It's cute. Yeah, we'll try that. Uh, a game called No Longer Home uh, is a game about letting go of the life you've built due to circumstances beyond your control, which sounds a little 2020 to me. It sounds very 2020. Um, Hunt the Night, Purge, or sorry, Plunge into a retro-style action-adventure game that combines a fast-skilled gameplay with dark fantasy and lore. Hunt now, the this Night. This one looked really good. I don't know if you can get this pulled up somewhere, but this is one of the ones that really kind of excited me visually. Yeah, uh, It is a retro-style action-adventure game that, uh, like you said, it, it's, it just looks really good. I um, mean, it reminds me of stuff like blasphemous and slormancer and and those kind of, oh, yeah, kind of look at that. dark that does look cool yeah darker kind of uh darker kind of mood games Ooh, nice animation but, too oh, i love the the uh the the boss fights look yeah incredible they look real nice they look really epic all right that one looks good no demo yet but definitely planned for, oh no does it have a demo no let's see no not, not, yet. not yet it's uh and it's still a bit to be still to be uh, determined on the release yeah. date probably later this year or next year would recommend uh putting that one on your wish list and watching for that one uh black book dark rpg adventure based on a slavic on the slavic myths some of those myth in which you play as a young sorceress we also have demon's mirror roguelike deck builder combined with strategic match three battler i'm in i'm all in just tell me what that is i'll play <laughs> Slime heroes uh, joining your fellow slimes to save the gods from a deadly corruption taking over the land. Demon Turf, a 3D platformer with attitude. You get to join a guy named Beebs. Oh, it's a girl. In her ambitious goal of taking over Demon Turfs and becoming the Demon Queen herself. Beebs. Yeah. 
Is it Justin Bieber? It's not Justin Bieber, I hope. Exactly who it is. Damn it. Uh, Alretta of Spirits is a story-driven action-adventure game following Alretta and her journey to unveil mysteries of the spirit realm. And I like this one. Unmetal. 2D stealth action adventure that pays homage yeah. to the classics with a healthy dose of humor and satire. And yeah. now this is Unmetal is yeah. uh, it is available as a demo on <gasps> Steam. Add it to your wish the list. Demo? The demo? Yeah, there's a demo. It's a 2D stealth action. That that's, sounds awesome. Hold on. I'm looking that up here. Unmetal. Oh, you get yeah. to play as Jesse Fox, who is definitely not an elite commando under arrest for a crime he didn't commit. And must escape a covert military base using his wits and fist. Oh, this is old school as hell, this thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. A little bit of, uh, looks like it's inspired a little bit like Metal Gear, the old Metal Gears, exactly. the old ones. That's the whole idea. It yeah, is yeah. definitely oh, unmetal. a satire <laughs> of that, of Metal Gear. Unmetal Gear. Metal Metal Gear. All right. World Stride, Battle Tinker, and Manage Your Way into Victory with a stylish RPG about three friends. Severed Steel. Uh, it's stylish and visceral. It's funny the word stylish getting used twice in a row. Stylish and visceral single player FPS featuring a fluid stunt system, destructible voxel environments, loads of bullet time, and a unique one armed protagonist and a dark electronic soundtrack. Mm. Yeah, that looks good. Wait, is this the one I'm thinking of then? Hold on. This might be the one. No. This might be the one. It was, yeah, this was featured on a couple of the indie up there, really yeah, high that's up on not the, the one I thought it was, though. Exposure list. It seems cool, though. Yeah. People are into these fast-paced uh, Doomy shooters now. Have you noticed that? It's I have. A it's, it's made a comeback. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been playing a Quake-like. Um, <clears throat> I forgot the name of it, but they added RTX uh, ray tracing to it. Oh, Looks insane. Right. Looks insane. Looks insane. I don't insane. remember the name of it, or I'd tell you. And then finally, Death Trash, which I have the demo of already. I've yet to, to pop it open. I meant to before today's show and didn't, but... Features a post-apocalyptic world where cosmic horrors long for humanity, but meet punks with shotguns. Um, there's some dark stuff in that. That thing's a trip. Mm-hmm. And again, I've only seen video, but uh, pretty excited to crack that one open. So we'll see how that goes. All right. There's your list. So much more. Go check them on Steam under the Gorilla Collective banner, which is posted right up front on Steam right now. It yeah. is worth your time. Or just do it. Oh. oh. Do a what? What are you going to do? Do what? We can also do a Summer of Gaming 2021 on YouTube. Uh, there's there's plenty of trailers out there that oh, yeah. are just indie games. It's just so many. More so than many. you could throw a stick at, as they say. Is that what they say? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. No one says any of that. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the games we played this week. I'm going to tell you about a game that I quite enjoy that has been out for a tiny bit now. Um, but I wanted to give it some time because I had a weird bug with it, and I thought, man, I really want to talk about this game, but you got to fix this freaking bug. And the bug was no controller would work with it, and it needs oh. to be a controller game. Like, you can use a mouse and keyboard, but even the game's one of those that says, controller, highly recommended. And um, it didn't matter what I used, off-brand, Xbox One, PS4, all these controllers, no good. Just didn't work. Mm. And... Uh, I kept putting stuff in the discussion threads and other people were having this problem, but the developers are like, oh man, we can't duplicate this. We don't know what's going on with you guys. And it just felt odd. And I don't have any other game to ever do this to me. A controller always just freaking works. No issues. Finally, they fixed that. Don't know how. Just yeah. showed up in an update and it worked. They didn't even call it out. It just fixed it. So my guess is some library was missing or got screwed up and 
in the latest build. It was just in there, and you know, no one's the wiser. Uh, oh, it is a medieval Tondrago, so that is the game I played, the Quake Likes. Thank you for the name. A medieval is the one with the RTX support in it. It's very cool. Oh, okay. A M I D evil. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Rising Hell. Uh, rising is important, and hell's important. Uh, you're a dude <laughs> in hell, and you <laughs> you got to get out, man. Uh, this is a vertical platformer roguelite filled with adrenaline pumping action, they say. This is a direct quote from the description. And tons of heavy gothic metal shreds. Metal shreds. Yep, metal shreds. Uh, come out from the ever-changing hell that you as you fight hordes of bloodthirsty demons. Uh, that describes it pretty well, but what makes it interesting, or the reason I'm, I'm really enjoying it, is it's this uh, cool retro look. Definitely the kind of pixelated game that would only work today, though, because there's no way this would run on any old hardware um, back in the day. But you work your way up from this this hellscape at the very bottom, and you work up. So Kid Icarus style, like the old Kid Icarus games. Remember oh, that? Or was it right, Kid Icarus? Right, right. Or was it? Uh, oh, I get it now. Rising hell because it's rising up. It's yeah. a vertical. I get it. Yeah, you're ascending. You're ascending the entire time. So That's it's all smart. about ascension. And when you get to a certain level, you might fight a little mini boss. And then after that, you get to choose a rune or a special card or a thing that gives you more power. Like you might get electrical uh, zaps every time you stab something. Um, and by stab, I should mention this is this is a melee game. Although there's plenty of things in it that kind of act like uh, distance weapons. But you unlock those as you play. Um, and it's just animated really well. The heavy metal in it is awesome. It's just thrasher freaking, I don't know. It feels like me in junior high again. It's just, it's awesome. The 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 kind it. of jams they have in this thing. And I don't know who they did their music with, but, oh, you can actually see in the video here, he's got the electrical thing now and it's just so rad. Yeah. The whole time you're doing oh, it, you're man. collecting like this hell soul stuff and you use that to spend on perks <gasps> uh, the higher you get. So there's a perk level. He's about to get to it. Is this guy, this guy is like, uh, like Nightcrawler flashing Kind of, he's got that too. Yeah, I should mention that he's there's a built-in ability, uh, at least with the default character. I haven't unlocked anybody else yet because I was waiting for the controller support, but I'll do that now that it's open. Um, But there's, it's basically kind of a dash, but it's a it makes you invisible for a second, so that's pretty cool. Right, right. Um, If you if something's too tall to get to, you use walls to kind of Mario wall bounce. Then you end up on an elevator thing. They tell you what your score for that level was. You get a bunch of points. It takes you to the next level. And then you're off to doing more stuff. It gets harder as you go. Um, one thing I like about this game is how cheap it is. It's $9.99, freaking $10. Bucks. Um, and that's not a sale price. That's just the price. And it feels like a game that you would normally see for around 15 So I'm surprised it's as cheap as it is. It will definitely give you vibes of things like Dead Cells. Uh, not not in the way it plays, but just the feeling of the progression is very Dead Cells slash, you know, a little Hades, I guess, to speak of other popular, you know, uh, versions of this or whatever. There's lots of portals to weird areas where they're a little harder, but if you beat them, you get extra shit. Um, I'm going to play some sound. Want to hear the sound? Check this out. I want to hear some sound. Here you go. This is some rising hell sounds. This is actually the very beginning. This part's not very metal, but it's like a little bit of intro story. And then soon here. Rising hell. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. You hear that? I'm here in. So that's me listening to the metal, ripping it through the hell. Killing dudes. Oh, God. 
so much death, so much mayhem. And then some dude's on a guitar just... Dude, I feel like I am at the arcade, maybe 90s, mid-90s, just oh, yeah. rocking out. Yeah. And um, the word I'd use is Tonga Dragosa's in the chat. He just said crunchy. I agree. Totally crunchy. Yeah. Totally crunchy, yeah. baby. And got, just, those, got those little speakers full blast at the arcade. They're just blasting out some sound. Also, a little bit of Rygar, maybe. Remember Rygar, okay. the game? Yeah. Rygar? Yeah. Some of that in here. Uh, but it's it's a real simple, straightforward thing. I think, you know, if anything is, if I'm going to say anything gnarly about it or rude, because uh, those are a lot of positives I just gave you, right? Those are a lot of positives. It would be that, not rude, but <laughs> if I was going to say anything negative about it, it would be that I think it might be a little too easy. Um, right. I, I, I kind of breezed through what I've played so far. And again, I was waiting for that controller support. So I'm not super far, but I'm far enough to know that I'm not really feeling super duper challenged yet. Right. Um, now, did you like, are these, you said it's a rogue. So is it like runs? Like you, you're trying to make it to a certain as high as you can each time. Yeah. You, you and, can die and you got to start over, but when you do, you get more stuff, but the enemies might be right. harder. You know, it's, it's your typical yeah. you know, rogue legacy. Sort it, of it doesn't, structure. it doesn't increase in difficulty as you get higher in the, in the tower. Oh, yeah, just, definitely does. But you're, you're right. kind of, I don't know. You're, I think I just, maybe I'm just good at this vertical platform business. I don't yeah, know. That's it. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But this one's a really hard one. You see this Maybe one where the I'm fire just too good. <laughs> where this fire is building up slowly and he's got to get up and beat the really? lava to the top. That that was hard. Right. I did not enjoy I, my, I shouldn't say I didn't enjoy it, but it it got difficult. Stuff starts to go yeah, a little yeah. awry. Um, well, I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, you you think you think, oh, it'd be easy to develop a you know, a, a tower type game because you know, it's just all yeah. straight up. But I mean, you gotta increase the difficulty as you go along and you gotta train your players as you're going up and smoothly transition them from something a little easier, a little bit harder until it gets really difficult, but that's hard balance. Yeah. And the other thing too is, um, if you, uh, what's the, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. Something cool. I don't say life greed. That's what you wanted. Some life greed, life you know, greed. suck up some life from the bad, bad guys. That's that right. Does? Get you some life greed. Uh, yeah, that, that'll, mm. whenever you kill anything, you get a few points of life back if you're, if you're hurting. Uh, so, so like, what's your, what's your end goal here? I mean, what, okay, let's say you get to the top. Then what? I don't know. I've not that gone that far, <laughs> but I assume there's an end at some point where you have escaped. There are bosses, so you got to fight a lot of shit. Um, there right. are eyeballs everywhere. You pop out on the street in New York out of a manhole cover or something. <laughs> no, like, none of that. Well, I don't know. No, maybe okay. I guess I shouldn't maybe. say because I don't know. I don't know if there's a there's truly an end game. Like Hades had an actual ending where most roguelikes sort of just never end. Um, right. This may may have chosen to do that, but I'm not I'm not far enough to say. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to give it a score of seven point five hellhounds out of ten. Oh, uh, here's nice. a boss fight, by the way. See this little boss business going on. Um, I also appreciate that there's a giant percentage number over the boss's heads to tell you exactly how dead they are. That does. That actually does help. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big numbers uh, guy. I like numbers floating over heads. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I kind of sometimes like it when I don't really know. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, if am I killing this guy or not? Yeah, it's a you know, fair view. It's a that's fair very point. Zelda-like. You know, it's like when you get those <laughs> boss fights, it's like, ah, am I killing them or not? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I get you. I kind of like the um, uh, the the damage ones, too, because when you're when you're punching stuff, it's, you know, a little 20, yeah. 30, 50, whatever, popping over their heads. Kind of Diablo-style. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of a fan of that. 
But anyway, I think they've done a good job. It's a real small team. Uh, Tahoe Games in particular. This is published by Toge Productions and Neon Doctrine. I don't know who they are. Toge. Toge. By the way, they sent me a game code for this. Oh, they did. You should play this. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it's been on my list. I just haven't got around to it yet. To me, it was just a no-brainer for 10 bucks. I was like, I'm getting this. Oh, yeah. I saw it. I was like, ooh, I want to play that. And yeah. I, I think I I think I was the same place you were. I think I started to do some controller stuff, and I said, okay, I'll wait. Oh, and did you have a problem? So, oh, that's crazy. I, I, I can't remember. I started playing it, and I was having some kind of problem. And I remember I said, ooh, I'll wait. There's supposed to be an update coming soon. So I'll just wait, and then I never came back to it. Uh, by the way, what you're seeing right now is as far as I am is fighting this eyeball boss, and it killed me the first time. And then I boss. Then we had to do the show. I also still kept playing a ton of that game last week. The um, shit. The I shit. Was, the was, shit. What's the fun game? No, Hold on, we got show notes right here. Tainted Grail. T- tainted. Tainted. Tainted Taint. Yeah. Tainted, tainted Grail. Taint, grail. Um, I still pl- I played a ton more of that. <laughs> Unlock the Summoner. Holy shit! The Summoner's fun. Oh man, that game's yeah. good. Anyway, go check it out. It's called Rising Hell. It's worth your ten dollars, and uh, they seem like nice devs who are, you know, going to keep working responsive. On their game. Yeah, right. Yeah, they seemed really nice, even though we were, the controller problems were kind of weird and frustrating and took forever. They, it's not like they were just sitting there. They were like trying really hard to figure out what the hell's wrong with everybody's controllers. But and right. and there were plenty of people who were like, no problem here. And I'm like, well, there's like twelve of us in here with a problem. There's twenty of you who say it isn't a problem. So that's almost, you know, that's a pretty bad percentage. So somebody fix it. That's a bad thing. percentage. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right. So there's that. Hey, Brian, why don't you tell me about Until We Die? Oh, I'm going to tell you about Until We Die. Developer Picks Eye Games, developer and publisher, uh, released this on June the 3rd. That was, just, what, last week or so? Mm-hmm. Something like it that. It was recent. It was about yeah. a week before last. Anyway, they sent me a game code for this. Uh, Until We Die is a side-scrolling strategy game about defending all your bases belong to us where you have to run around as Ivan, assign tasks to people, and fight mutants in the post-apocalyptic subway. Metro. Do you, do you, did you ever play Metro 2033? No, but is that where this is set? Is this a but you know uh, You know the Metro games. Well, I played, you know that I played though, right? Metro, uh, what's the one before the last one? I played that. Right. Okay. So the, it's like, okay, so it's the setting is kind of Metro. This is a Russian developer and they're really big into this, you know, these fighting things in a, you know, dystopian future in the, in a, in a Metro area where you just got to kind of hide out and yeah. survive. And that's exactly what this game is a survival strategy game. Uh, and it's set kind of, like I said, like in Metro, obviously a big influence, but it's kind of got a, some old school look to it. Like uh, Metal Slug 3. Do you remember Metal Slug 3 from like oh, yeah. 2000, like yeah. around there? Yeah, I was just talking yeah. about their tactics game. I'm so excited about that. Oh, man. Yes, it yeah. looks so good. All right, what about the gameplay? Did you ever play Kingdom Two Crowns? I talked about it here, I believe, last year on the show, Kingdom Two Crowns. It is a base builder's somewhat survival. I mean, the only way that you're really base building is you collect junk parts as you go along with your characters and if you have enough of the junk parts, usually in the form of whatever representation, like a gear, yeah. uh, and you'll go up to an area that has been destroyed and you assign someone to the task, Pikmin style, and they start uh, taking care of the issue. So they, they rebuild things. So they're yeah. rebuilding the, the, the camps. They re- you're expanding your camp from where you start. And, uh, and so... Scott says he broke it. Uh, so, and we're gone. Stream. But it's okay. You it's know what? Hold the, on. The, hold. Okay, we're we're uh, 
we're back and uh, we're trying this again. Sorry, everybody, that was dumb. We think Twitch maybe had a had gas. It has a fart problem. Brian, where were you, what were you saying? You were saying um, I was uh, talking about. As a reminder, I was talking about until we die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got all that. Yeah. All yeah, right. yeah, we're okay. So we're with that Metro twenty thirty three setting. Like I said, we've. Oh, I think the last thing I talked about was: Did you play Kingdom Two Crowns? And I think you said, "Huh?" And I said, "Yeah, I played it last year." Oh like that. yeah, and then right, okay, that is where we were. And Kingdom of Two Crowns, right. if I remember right, is like a side, you're, you're, a side kind of side scroll, almost like it, active. It is that tower defense or something or i don't know how to explain that right right it's a strategy game it's a resource collecting uh strategy game and it is somewhat tower defense in the in the way that uh there will be raids at set intervals so yeah. it's not like you go in you do all your planning and then uh you press play like in a lot of tower defenses there's actually a day night cycle that is going on and you're right it is is side scrolling so you got to defend uh, the left side and the right side of your base you start in the middle and you kind of work your way out setting up uh, barriers and exp- expanding those barriers as you gather new resources yeah. uh with these guys you you play as Ivan. There's also another character they added, but they don't really talk about this other character very much. Uh, but I think everybody that I've seen play has played Ivan because it's just the first choice you have. It's just like click. I'm playing as Ivan. Let's okay, go. So he's probably the different leaders have different uh, benefits to picking them or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a Anna as well, but and she's got a good appetite and she does restore stamina when she picks up food. Uh, but Ivan, he's just an old dude. I think he's like supposed to be like a forty or fifty year old kind of guy. Yeah, he's. Uh, I guess he's trying to lead these young people uh, to 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 save themselves from this this. So he's this got alien probably some invasion. like uh, uh, he probably got leadership skills that benefit. Right. Yeah. It, well, actually, it's even simpler than that. You're the only guy that's actually doing anything. So, like a Pikmin game, you're uh, you're taking your little NPC characters with you, yep. and you uh, you tell them to you know work on this, work on that, mm-hmm. and the AI is not very smart, and that's actually by design, yeah. meaning that they're not very initiated. So you're constantly having to run back by after you've told them to perform an action. And uh, get them to get back in line, okay. which is kind of fun for like a leadership kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so right. yeah. you have you have three classes that you can assign characters. So as you go along, you start off with a you know like three or four characters that kind of follow you, and uh, you assign them classes uh, by opening up training areas in your camp, and then you can like quickly train just by having the character go over to it. You can quickly train them as like a digger or an engineer. Uh, I think just the base uh, character you get, like it's like a vagrant or something. You know, it's like just some, <laughs> some found people. Just, just like people, ah, we're, people in the tunnel. Let's, sure. Yeah. People in the tunnel have no skills whatsoever. Yeah. Those are actually important. You actually have to ha- have to detrain some of the people uh, because there's certain things that only they can do. Like you can light up, um, like barrels of yeah. you know and and light them up with fire yeah. and you have to have that low level character to initiate that so not every character class is going to be able to complete the task that you assign them in a certain area and i found that that really helped me a lot with those burning barrels yeah. um that was one of the upgrade paths you could choose you could choose a different upgrade path but i chose that one because 
what happens is when the aliens start coming in uh, to attack your bases, yeah, all your bases, um, or belong to they us. catch on fire. Oh, okay. Right. They belong to you, right? All your bases, <laughs> they belong to us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They so are, you want to do that. They are belong to us, right? They are belong yeah, to they, us? Okay. They are belong to us. Great. And, okay, so this is a Russian developer, and, you know, uh, we can give people hard times for, you know, not amazing English. They, these guys have some pretty darn good English going on, though. Oh, that's good. But, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so there's... I really like this game so far. It's, it's I've I've played in uh I want to say I've had like 3 or 4 1 2 hour runs because as you play these games it becomes harder and harder uh each, each day passes by and you're trying to make it to the maximum amount of days which which will be rescued at yeah. 30 days according to the story. I only made it to about 14 days. Oh, I think okay. that was the maximum. It takes me about an hour and a half to run uh, 14 days. So I'm assuming uh, that to get to the 30 days, I guess it's probably like three hours or so. Sure. Um, yeah. So seems good. You're costly. What's that? Seems good. I just like the, I'll tell you what sells me on this, what concerns me and what sells me. Okay. Right. What right. sells me is the art style. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think this looks great. Um, but this is the style. I love this style of 2D and, and like really well animated sprites and all that stuff. Um, totally love that. What I don't think I like, and I'd have to play it to be sure, is it sounds like fort defense wave based, you know, hurry up and build yeah. more shit before the next wave. I'm not a fan of that normally. Normally. Now, right. you, yeah, I may and, change my uh, mind here. I don't know. Maybe this would change. Yeah. Me. And so there's actually a good bit of strategy here. It's not just. It's not just as simple as you might think. Because you 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 just saw one of my characters run by a re- research area. Yeah. So the the game keeps you busy, uh, constantly running back and forth to each end of the screen, and it gets even more and more thinned and stretched as you try to reach further out. Mm. Because what you don't want to happen is the, always the end game is going to be if the bad guys make it to your. Uh, to your generator, then that's just end game, man. Then you die. Yeah. So you can't let that happen. So you keep expanding because the more uh, barricades you have, the greater chance of when a raid comes in, you can defeat them. Sure. Uh, and so there's actually you don't you don't end up thinking too much about the part that I think that you hate. Yeah. Um, I think you're just like constantly going like, oh, I got to get back to the other side and make sure that guy's doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, if it's so, I mean, if it's more like that, like the more you've described it, the better I feel about it. Like it seems like it right. might be my jam. Yeah. And I love the fact at first I was a little annoyed. I'm like, oh, dude, just do the things that I tell you to do. And then I was like, you know what? This would be very boring if they always went and did the right thing because it's really easy for these guys to die. Like uh, when the, when the guys, the, when the enemy comes in, uh, they're only sort of kind of smart. They'll start getting hit and then they'll start kind of falling back. But uh, if if the force coming in is too large, it's just too late. They're dead. Sure, they're just they're not smart enough to do that. So you have to run and get them. Oh, by the way, I think oh no, it's not showing it. Uh, so I gonna give this game. Yeah, what's until we die? Yeah, I'm gonna give that thing seven baby alien eggs out of ten running hides. <laughs> And it's pretty close to an eight. And the only reason why it's not an eight, and I'll give you the 
biggest reason right now. Yeah. There is no save game state. So wherever you what? wherever you stop playing, you're you're done. So like if if you're in the middle of a run, you know, and you're like, you know, day 14 and you played for an hour and a half, if you leave, it's gone, that baby. That seems nuts to me. Not to have it that. is nuts. Now, what they did, well, okay, so the developers said, and they've been pretty active in the community, so they just had an update not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, the current state, we finished get save system and preparing to test it before the next update. So they had a save game state right before launch, and something was hinky about it, so they just pulled that part while they worked on it. And, uh, but it was kind of too late to pull okay. the launch at that point. Okay, so, so they're, they're, so they're, they're on, on it. it. They're going to put it in. They're going to take care of that, sounds like. Right. They're, they are working on it now, actively taking care of it. Uh, so if, you, if, you, if you're a little nervous about that, might want to wait just a little bit. The game is $16.99 on Steam. Uh, I had $17 worth of fun. That is for sure. Even oh. though I got this for free. Oh yeah, you got a code. <laughs> I tried to get a code. Right. And I got turned down. I don't know why. Freaking Russians. I would gladly. Like I would gladly. Well, you know, they needed my information. We are not. I always, giving, always get worried. I'm, we I'm we are not a, going to give you free code. Forget it. You are a piece of shit. They said. I'm such. I'm such an American. I mean, you got to realize, I grew up during the, you know, during the Cold War. I was born right into that stinking Cold War. Yeah. And so, whenever I see something is like, oh, developed by Russian developers, I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're going to destroy my computer. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Brian. Yeah. Get over it, man. Yeah. There's and a whole so, generation. I think there's a whole generation of kids who are now. Um, they're they're now for uh, again, regardless of how accurate it is. It's not what I'm. That's right. not why I'm saying this. But there's a lot of people now that are getting that same thing out of Chinese developers, Chinese yeah, stuff. Yeah, true story. Kind of what are you stealing? Thing. Yeah, what do they tell? Oh, they're hacking your deal. They're getting your info. <laughs> it's like they're going to have that same kind of Cold War mentality about it. And it's it's unfortunate because right. a lot of times it's just like, hey, bunch of gamers making games. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, you never... You never played some of the great audio from this game. So this oh, yeah, game has it. some great Russian kind of audio. I'm going to do it I right really now. Like you ready? It. Here it yeah, comes. So play a little bit. Is it right here? You did hear the gun. I am the only person in this game that has a gun. Yeah. You and so I have to I have game. to come to the rescue. I'm shooting somebody right now. Yeah, you're the, bad you're the shooter guy. Sure. Yeah. Okay, here we I'm go. I'm Ivan the shooter guy. I dig that. Very orchestrated. Yeah. Huh. Oh, why is this playing? That's you over there. Very orchestrated, very um, grunty and uh, yeah. crunchy. That's, that's good. That's good. That's the good thing about it. Whenever you walk up to a, you got a, like a, a shout range. So yeah. you can like, you have to get near the characters you're trying to uh, get to follow you. Yeah. And they'll group, they'll group together based on their, uh, their class. And then you can like switch those classes so that those classes move closest to you. Yeah. And then you can assign them to a task. Like the engineer can only 
uh, he's the only one that can like refortify uh, the front lines. Yeah. And so, yeah. And there's lots of perks along the way. I didn't get, I didn't get to talk about a lot of these things, but th- this is, there's, there's a lot to this game. Yeah. There's actually a lot. This looks like a very simple game and it is pretty simple, but it, it's, it's got a lot of strategy, well-balanced strategy in my opinion. There's some meat in there. Go eat the meat. There's some meat in there until we die. Yeah. That's the game until we die again. Our two games today until we die and rising hell. Okay. Don't tell me that we didn't repeat it 50 times because we did. Okay. Because we did. Okay. We did. All right. Now okay. this. Wait. This. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> let's get to the uh, let's get to the game that we play called Guess My Game, and that's uh, where we play a little audio from a game. And we try to guess what each other's game is. Mine is uh, here's your hint is from 1994, and it is an electronic arts title. All right, okay. 94, you 94. say. 94. I think you might be surprised okay. by the audio in this, but let's see what you think. Here you go. Whoops, there you go. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I hear a little bit of something there. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking racing game at first, but then I start hearing the punches. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with like a road rash. Is oh, that, look at you! You are absolutely is that road correct. Rash? But what, yes. guess what machine that was from? Because that the uh, fidelity you just heard was way higher than you would have gotten on the more common consoles. Do so you have a guess? I was about to, to say because that was pretty rich for you said '94, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. The, the, let's just say the commercials we, or the commercials, the in between stuff menus had music from venerable bands such as Soundgarden and. Um, when Jerry's race car driver can't think of his name. Yeah, Primus. Primus. That would be Les Claypool. Yeah. yeah. So do you know what that uh, which, console which was? Which console it was on, yeah. or which? Uh, and they went all in at first. EA was super big on this console, probably because the founder of EA was the one behind it. But right, 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 right. So you could do so that was, the version of FIFA that was on there was real great because it had amazing crowd noise and all that. Right. Oh, gee, I don't know, man. Is that? Uh, it's ninety four. That would be. Genesis time, right? Chat room knows. Yep, would definitely have been Genesis, okay. SNES, uh, era. I don't remember any of those being strong enough to do any of that stuff. That would have been. What am I forgetting? I'm the, forgetting somebody. Then I'm forgetting somebody who who was. Uh, do you give up? I don't know. I give up. 3DO. Ah, the, the 3DO. 3DO. Of course, the 3DO. And if you thought that game looked good, it doesn't. It looks like shite. It looks bad. <laughs> But it sounded so good. Yeah, but that was that Trip Hawkins era, man. He was making that 3DO, and he was going to shove that thing down the industry's throat, whether they wanted it or not. And uh, yeah. turns out they didn't. I, I missed. One. I forgot all about the 3DO for a minute there. Jeez, man. I had a 3DO. I had three games on it. I had Road you Rash. Had a 3DO? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had Road Rash. No, I had four games. Road Rash, Gex, um, the one with the little tiny helicopters and tanks with the Valkyrie music, and I can't remember the name of the game. Right, that that was probably the best game they ever made. And then, what was my fourth Holy game? Crap. Oh, I had FIFA. I had FIFA, uh, whatever. When the, when this thing launched, it was seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it was. I think I paid four ninety nine for money. Yeah, I think I paid four ninety nine for it. Right, like right. That. Yeah, it was a uh, you know it was a bold attempt to disrupt stuff, but. Uh, that would soon come. Man, the, Panasonic you know, wanted to do everything, didn't they? Because they didn't they make uh, didn't they make a 
GameCube too or something. What they 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 kind of no, dabbled uh, they in all did. these. They did. They were making a. Well, how did that? Well, okay, hold on. Panasonic and Samsung were the two involved in 3DO hardware. Right. Dang it, I don't remember. It was a weird thing. That was a weird thing. And yeah, Panasonic also, every once in a while would show up and it's like, here's our version of the console. And I'm like, hey, how'd you do that? Yeah, that was really <laughs> odd. They also had. Um, uh, what's what else was ninety four? Didn't I think that the Atari Lynx or sorry Atari Jaguar yeah. was out then, right? Jaguar. I think that should have been yeah. That was probably about the Jaguar time. I think. Yeah, or about the time it got that toilet add-on CD-ROM thing, <laughs> which looked like a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. What a dumb time. It's an odd time, and PlayStation was still many years out, six years out before we'd see that. Yeah. Well, not that far out because the next year in Japan it released. But we wouldn't get it in the States till 96. Oh, I used to have all this memorized, like time-wise, but I, I can't remember shit. Oh, anymore. yeah, me too. Me too. Just oh, before God, PlayStation. Weird time. We've gotten, yeah, we've gotten so inundated with all kinds of new stuff. It's hard to keep up with all this now. Yep. It's a very Brains. odd time to be alive, but I love all of it. Um, all right. Let's move on to your game. I'm going to play it. Game. So let's see. We got a hint here that says to me, uh, initial release date, December of 84, so 10 years prior to mine. Yes. All right, let's see what it is. Oh, I know this. Uh... <laughs> I know this. <laughs> oh, my brain, my memory. Yeah, I know. I played so much of this, man. The Konami uh, Kung Fu game where you're a little dude uh, down yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, it was uh, it was on the Nintendo NES. That was the game, this Kung Fu. I it. Was that it? It was uh, it was almost. You got part of it. Kung Fu. Kung Fu Hui. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Kung Fu Master. Oh, Master! Gosh dang it! But we all called it Kung Fu. It's fine. You could call uh, it Kung Fu. You got it. But it yeah, had the thing was. that was unique about it, or that I remember about it, was you were a little tiny guy at the very bottom of the screen, yeah. and everything was happening up top somehow. <laughs> it was weird. That was a weird effing game. <laughs> what a weird game, dude. I love that kick uh, sound, though. I mean, this was so close to when you know we were about to hit real fighting games. They were just around the corner, and some of that early stuff, yeah. like Karataka and this, they were trying so yeah. hard, but they were just bad. It was bad. I, but man, I, I, just, I, just, oh, I just loved it though. Oh, of course you did, because it it's what we had, yeah. and we just played. The it's shit what you out had. It. It's what yeah. you had. You took it. You took what you had to take, and then took it and took it. All right, <laughs> well done. <laughs> that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Now this. Hey, couple emails here from listeners, and uh, we love reading these. So thanks for sending these. Oh, by the way, Brian next week is doing Wilder Myth. Tell me about what tell, briefly. What is Wildermyth? I, I I sent you a link. I think you need to look at that trailer. I think you're going to want to play this as soon as you see it. I don't think I could describe it as well as maybe you play in that trailer in the Discord server. Can you see it? Or do I need to post it in the notes? Where is it? Steam or where is this? Uh, I just did YouTube. I just did a YouTube. No, I mean, trailer. where's the game? Oh, it's on Steam. It absolutely. is on Steam. Okay. Yeah, you want to take a look at the Steam? Early yeah. Access trailer. Let me just see here. I'm going to play this real quick. Hold on. Oh, this looks cool. Oh. Uh, this is that game where I hate the art, but I love the concept. 
Exactly. Yeah, okay. So my understanding is this is like turn-based, grid-based, tactic-style uh, RPG uh, thing. And your people look like little paper cutouts, kind of. Yes. Um, I hate the art on the characters. I hate it. I At first, I hated the art, yeah. and then it started to grow on me because I played a couple of games that were kind of similar to it. Yeah. And so I've, I've, I've come around. June 15th just came out today. So this is out. Uh, and it is it is on sale for $20. It's usually going to be uh, $25, and that ends on June the 22nd. So you get a couple of days before that goes up to full price. I feel like this is going to have a it's going to be well received. It's already getting overwhelmingly positive reviews. All right. Very positive. Reviews. Well, we will yeah. see next week what Brian thinks of Wildermyth. Wildermyth. Here's your emails. Uh, this is one from Tweep. He actually sent this to you. Yes. He says I was listening to Boop and I like the show idea of good and bad tutorials. I could also blend into or they could also blend into general video game introductions. A few examples are Skyrim, one of the worst video game introductions in video game history. I don't know about that. I don't know if I, I, I believe that. I think that might not be fair. I think that one's not I the think worst. I think it's one of the most memorable and has become an absolute meme uh, because it is so locked in. I mean, if you if you start over Skyrim a couple of times in a sh- in short order, you're going to hate that intro. Oh, you'll get sick of it, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But the guy, I don't think they ever meant for people to just keep rolling characters. I think they just wanted you to pick right. something and go. You know? Well, then they don't know me very well, do they? Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> uh, oh, good. You're finally awake. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. He says another one. Uh, it says, uh, not only does it take forever to do anything, there's no way to speed it up or skip it. Yeah, you're totally right. You got to wait in line. They get the executions, all that stuff. It takes forever. Uh, so the other big one, this is mainly for mobile games, is when they make you play through a long tutorial. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad before you're able to do anything. Yes. Uh, especially like going into the options menu to either log in because you're now on a new device or to turn down the volume when there are no other options aside from you have to click on this one spot even when you want to look at something else end of rant keep up the great work love the show tweep yeah i don't i don't like bad tutorials either they certainly exist plenty of games do it right though and 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 he's he's right though because i oh man i used to okay so the futurama games any of the fox games like the futurama and the simpsons tapped out and those games like that yeah Every time I load it up on a new device, I'd have to play through a stinking long butt tutorial before I could even log into my EA account to to move on. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. That is a terrible thing to do. And I really do get annoyed with a game that I just want to play and they want you to, even on a match three. Okay, so I'm playing a lot of match three games lately just because I'm looking for something that can kind of... I get you. Uh, just, I don't, yeah, you just yeah, so I, but, sure. but too many of them do this where I'm like, uh, it's like, you got to drag this here to make three. I'm like, I know how to do that, dude. It's like, <laughs> stop, stop highlighting everything for me and just let me get on with this stupid game to see if I like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. But, uh, uh yeah, I totally understand. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of good examples though of good tutorials, but I can't think of any right now. But I know there are good ones. <laughs> but you, but you don't remember good ones. Yeah, you because just remember they get the bad you through ones. it. The good ones just right. get you through it. They um, just do it. I'm playing a game right now called something bot uh, crap. Uh, something bot crap. That may be next week's game. I'm trying to decide between a couple, but there's this game where it's kind of, kind of, oh, I don't know what to compare it to. Maybe Risk of Rain 2. 
Oh, kind okay. of, but but a little more okay. combat focused and a little less. I don't know, explorey. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it yet. But but that game has an amazing tutorial, as an example. Good. And I never felt bogged down by it or hindered by it or that it went too long or couldn't move through it if I wanted to. But if I really wanted to learn what I was supposed to do, it gave me that. Like it was actually really really strong. Right. Um, chat room wants us to. Oh, Luke wants us to talk about Knockout City before we sign off. I think Knockout yeah. City is awesome. It's great. It's on Game Pass still, so we don't have to pay for it over there, right? Or is, is it, it a fad? Or is it a? Does it have legs? I, I think it has think legs. You know, people are yeah. buying, buying, and playing that game. I think people like that game a lot. Uh, Trump poll says would say Shipbreaker have a good tutorial? Yes, Shipbreaker has a great tutorial. Uh, but yeah, if you want to play, Luke, if you want to play it on Game Pass, it's just there. You just play it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. do it. No twenty bucks for you. I played uh, the hell out of it during the first week and I uh, loved it. My kids still love it. They play it almost every night. People right. And they, but they got a limit, don't they? It's like the first 20 levels are free. Or uh, what yes. Is it? Six le- it's lower than that. It's like six levels okay. or something or 10 levels maybe. It's, it's right. so There's a ton of it that's free. You're right. But if you play on Game Pass, I think it's just free. I got to look that Always. up. Always. Right. Every level. Wrong. I just can't remember if EA pulled that or not on Game Pass. I don't think they did. Um, okay. Second email. Second email. Here's this one. Check this out. This is from Tandy255. Oh, hi, Tandy. Pullman, Washington. He says, Dear Scott and Brian, a friend of mine, Chad, (laughs) has developed... Nothing wrong with Chad. It's a fine name. Chad's great. great. Has developed a modern asteroids game on Steam. Uh, He does not work professionally in the games industry, and it has Mm. just been a passion project for him for many years. The game is called Solaroids. Oh, I get those. I got to get the cream for the Solaroids. The worst. Oh, they burn. Uh, it includes multiple control modes and options for Asteroids and Asteroids Deluxe Vector Palettes. If you could, give Solaroids a shout-out on the Boop Show. Uh, he also provided codes for me and Brian, which is super nice. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to definitely give this a look. I haven't had time. I know I've had this for a little while, Tandy255, but but uh, thank you for your patience, and thank you for the codes. That's really nice of you. Go look it up. It's on Steam. Solaroids, like Solaroids. S-O-L-A-R like, roids. Right. Like roids. <laughs> like roids, but with soul sola in front. So uh, <laughs> he says, Thanks again. Look forward to the boop show every week. Well, thank you very much, Tandy255. And uh we're definitely gonna check that out. And I love supporting small developments, whether it's one dude or five, I just we love it. That's why the show exists. So if you're like them and you got a cool little game you want us to promote on the show, no problem. I like making fart noises on the microphone as well. So whenever I can do that. Can't believe it. Uh, I know. Shocking. Uh, That's going to do it. Emails can be sent to boopshow at gmail.com. Boopshow at gmail.com. Our website is frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. And if you want to give us follows on our Twitch channel, you can do that. Frogpants and Brian Dunaway. Those are the two names on Twitch. And uh, you can find us at Boop Show on Twitter. And look, if you're listening to the show live right now, stick around to the end of the show because right after this, we're going to give away codes for Super Hot and Death Squared to two lucky random winners in our chat room. So don't leave yet. Lucky. Yeah, lucky ducky. Uh, I think that's it. Brian, you got anything you want to uh, add to this pile of conversation that we've just had before we go? Uh, Tune in next week when Scott says... When I make a fart sound, <laughs> it'll be great. Uh, I don't know what I want to say, except I'll say this. Uh, oh, the Resident Evil uh, live screams have been going very well. If you oh, want to watch is. me beat uh, play through uh, Resident Evil 8 slash Village, you can do that. Uh, there's a lot of yelling and swearing, especially this last one. I was so pissed. 
Uh, you can find all of those over on the YouTube channel <laughs> at Frog Pan- or uh, where the hell is it? It's at youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. And uh, if you missed them on Twitch, they're also in the Twitch VODs. So you can watch those there. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. I think that's it. For me, oh, wow, yeah. that stopped. That was weird. For me, for Brian, for all of you, stay safe, play video games, and we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Destroy them with laser.